Welcome to Bayer Hortcast with your field representatives from right around Australia. In this Hortcast, we'll give you a quick wrap-up of the season at hand and things to look out for, including events coming up around you and everything related to growing healthy horticultural crops. We are passionate about the future of horticulture and crop protection, and we look forward to having you join us on Bayer Hortcast. Hello and welcome to Bayer Hortcast. This is episode 10. My name's Craig White. I'm a market development agronomist with Bayer Crop Science in Australia. Joining me today are some of my colleagues over in the eastern states, Alastair Bayer and Darren Alexander. How are you guys going today? Well, thanks, Whitey. Brilliant. Thank you. Great. Uh, so, Al, I'll just uh, come to you first. Can you just describe where you look, which territory you look after and get into that and then we'll give over to Darren and he can tell us where he's based and what he does. Sure, mate. Um, yeah, I live in the Yarra Valley and uh, been working for Bayer in a territory business manager role for 15 years and the area I look after is um, southern Victoria and Tasmania. Fantastic. And a big range of crops, no doubt, through those geographies. Yeah, it's... Um, I say to people jokingly, it's everything bar the tropical crops, but um, it, it's not far far away. Like intensive vegetables, tree crops, grapes, strawberries, asparagus, you know, onions, potatoes, and then high rainfall cropping and pastures is probably to name a few. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, but um, great area to work in. Yeah, very good. You can't have a meal without uh, probably the crops that you're involved with, Al, so that's exactly, great. Exactly, exactly. Keep everyone healthy. That's it. And over to you, Darren. We've had you on Bayer Hortcast uh, a few times now, mate, but just give people a quick brief of uh, where you operate. Yeah, I live live up in the Adelaide Hills. I've been with Bayer seven years now and uh, cover most of South Australia for horticulture, so down to the southeast, up to the Riverland, out to the Adelaide Plains and Hills, and then also have a role picking up the Sydney Basin. So fly in, fly out and catch the, um, up up to the Hunter and, and down to the um, the Highlands. So, yeah. Very good. And uh, yeah, I know your neck of the woods very well. I was only over there a few weeks ago. So great to have you guys both on and to get your experience over those collective years. Uh, you've been working in it. And today we're going to talk about Savannah Prime. So it's a new foliar fungicide that Bayer's developed for excellent uh, control of downy mildew in grapes. I'll let you guys talk about what that is in a moment, but the really important thing is there's some back study to this as well and just to why Zavana Prime is really going to be an important uh, piece of chemistry, new chemistry, into the wine grape and grape industry. So, um, Darren, I'll perhaps just hand to you. Uh, there was a study done in conjunction with SARDI, South Australian Research and Development Institute, looking at sensitivity of downy mildew in grapes, can you tell us a little bit about that study and what that found? Yeah, well, as when you bring a, a new product to market, I guess one of the first things we had to do, um, given we're claiming our, our product you know, has no existing resistance to downy mildew, we actually had to go test it. And fortunately, in the 21-22 season, there was plenty of downy mildew kicking around in various districts. And we were able to go out and, and take various samples from, from multiple regions and then um, and then test them not only with our product to, to show that our our um, downy mildew fungicide doesn't uh, have resistance but um, just see what against the existing chemistry that was out there and, and in um, and in, in some areas and particularly with um, with a main main product that's been used for a while uh, metal axle mm-hmm. it um, in South Australia it was it was great news for the South Australians in that there was there was still little to no resistance to, detected in the in the field 
um, from there. But in, in other areas, um, uh, certainly in, in my area over in the, in the Hunter and, and down, down to the Highlands and even up to uh, further New South Wales like Griffith, we saw some reduction in sensitivity. And also in ours area down in the Yarra Valley, uh, so, so similar things. So that's a that's a bit of a scare. It's a bit of a um, it's well, it's, it's great that we've got a new tool coming, but um, it's it's certainly great um, good awareness to have, and also a reminder that um, we can get this sort of sensitivity towards products if they're um, used um, quite quite regularly without um, rotating chemistry. That's it, and that reduction in sensitivity um, to the fungicides is uh, really. Really scary when you start to see it, Al, no doubt, down in your area. Um, you've seen it. Any comments to make on that part? Yeah, it's, um, it's scary. And it's and I think we are at all at risk, I suppose, of overuse of any chemistry is, is a concern. And um, it's just highlights, I suppose, if you're in an area where you need to use a lot of chemistry based on the high disease pressure. But, you know, rotate, I 100% group down, rotating chemistry is, or chemistry groups is critical. Um, yeah, down here they're very mindful of that problem and they've been using a lot of downy mildew fungicides for you know, a number of sprays in a year and over many years. Um, so they they rotate as much as possible and put uh, multi-site fungicides with their single-site chemistry to protect them. Um, but, yeah, if you, if, you, if you lose one of your big guns, um, it just puts more strain on other chemistry groups that are there. So um, as much as possible, we want to decrease that risk. But... Um, I think most growers in this area are very mindful that that risk is pretty real and um, it's just great to have another another option, I suppose, available to them. And it is it is important, given that downy mildew is one of the top three diseases in wine and table grapes, that um, you know, we do have new chemistry coming along to implement or integrate into the programs to keep on top of these very devastating diseases that cost you know, a lot of money. Uh, to growers and ultimately, you know, not having the, the grapes um, available for consumers and all the great products that come from grapes that we all love. We all know what we're talking about there, right? Yes. Red or white, what's your preference? You've got to have a good red wine from the Yarra Valley, good Pinot. Yeah, we could get into a whole other podcast about which region's the best, but we'll leave that for another time. Um, and, yeah, absolutely love the uh, table grapes, uh, especially you know during that summer period, they're very refreshing. So we don't want to um, lose them, um, you know, too much from these diseases. So we can move on now to Zavana Prime and just actually what it is. So we know there's a real need for it. Um, it's really great that we've now got this available from Bayer to use in the table and, and wine grapes. And with the great news that Zavana Prime is now included in the AWRI or the Australian Wine Research Institute booklet known as the Dog Book, which is the agrochemicals registered for use in Australian viticultures. So that's fantastic news for control of downy mildew in the production of grapes for export wine. And there's more information and description down in the podcast notes. Darren, hand across to you. Do you want to give a little background on what Zavana Prime is? You know, it's groupings, what type of formulation, those sorts of things. And then Al can uh, add in some comments as well about how it's being used. Yeah, thanks for that, Whitey. So the, the new Downy Mildew product that we've, we've brought to market this uh, this year is uh, a brand new group, Group 49. And, and the good news for, for grape growers is they well, haven't previously had that as an option in their in their toolkit to go out with. So the the active is um, fluoxapiprolin. Um, and so flu is um, refers to the fluorine. So we've got some fluorine molecules in there and 
and that's quite a common theme with um with Bayer. We have a, a lot of our molecules actually have um have seemed to seem to have a bit of fluorine in them, and that um and along with all the other parts that uh, makes up what um, fluoxapiprolin is, it makes it being quite a quite a large molecule. So um, what we actually um, will find there is that uh, this product will require an adjuvant um, and that to help get it into into the um, under the under the leaf and into the plant there. So some good information at the website crop.bayer.com.au and Al, I'll get you just to spell out Zavana, how that's spelt, mate, because it's a little bit hard to even hear my mispronunciations, but Zavana. I'll, I'll probably spell it, Wadi, will I? Is that the best That's bit? the best um, way, mate. Go for it. Zavana, X-I-V-A-N-A, and then Prime is in P-R-I-M-E. So Shivana Prime is the trade name of the product. There you go. So if you're typing that into Google, you've now got the spelling to check it out. There's fantastic information uh, as well as some videos, fact sheets, of course, the label and safety data sheet there available for you. Um, now, using the chemistry properly, we mentioned it's a Group 49, an SC formulation as well. What's its compatibility like with other things? You mentioned before that, you know, mixing um, these single actives with other things. And why would you need to do that? You know, what's the premise behind that apart from resistance? Uh, one of the premises is... Um Vineyards, um, when they're when they're treated, it's not only that they're trying to treat uh, one disease being downy mildew. They could mm. be trying to to cover powdery mildew, um, botrytis. They could also be looking at, depending on the region, something like Phomopsis, but also other other insect pressure could be scale, mealybug, light brown apple moth. So more often or not, there's more than uh, more than one fungicide or or an insecticide going out with um, our, our downy mildew, um, Shivana Prime. So Compatibility is key, and Bayer's done a fair bit of work. And if there's ever anything that we've missed, we'll sort of get to it in, in the following year. But um, fortunately for me, in the last year, I saw a good compatibility trial just around the corner with quite a few tank mixes, um, and we've got reasonable record on that. But uh, more importantly, to um, keep the um, the Group 49s um, and have them available for for a, a long long lifetime in to come is that we actually like to see it uh, tank mixed with a, a second downy mildew product so there's quite a range of them um but uh there's uh, yes yeah, so not just our, our own group 49 going out but uh mixing extra downy mildew chemistry could be copper could be mancozeb could be could be um um acrobat yeah there's quite quite a list um yeah Quite a list, and I'm sure that's uh, very clear at the website and label or from Bayer representative uh, like Al. I just want to ask you now also your experience with it and, you know, when are we applying this? Are we waiting to see disease or are we going on a lot earlier than that? What's your comments around that one? Uh, uh, my comment would be with pretty much all diseases, and Danny's no different, that all fungicides work better being put out preventively, meaning you're putting it out prior to the onset of any disease or infection of the leaf um, or berries or flower. So I think like most diseases, a lot of these um, diseases are very uh, predictive. They're based on certain weather events and based on um, inoculum levels in the, in the vineyard. So uh, most of the listeners I'm tipping are who are in high pressure areas that you know have downy mildew uh, risks, they, a lot of them would get alerts sent to them either you know online through their mobiles or um, emails they'd get alerts to say they've had uh, a downy mildew event or the you know please consider 
going out and spraying because you're about to have a downy mildew event, one or the other. Um, so I think putting out fungicides preventively is preferably how we would uh, like them to use Shivana Prime. And just in, in as far as when, like growth stage, I, I think typically what we're saying is put it out when the highest risk and the highest um, value is from the product because you, you, you've only got two sprays per season available to you. Um, so for me, that's, and I think most areas it will be, is overflowering. Um, knowing that you do have a little bit of flexibility with how late you can spray it, the, the, you know, we do go out to what we call EL31, which is a, a growth stage, um, or some people know that as seven mil berries, but, you know, we do have a little bit of flexibility there as far as how late we can spray it. Mm-hmm. But um, for mine, it's, you know, overflowering up to that seven mil berries is the, you know, big, big, risk window of when downy mildew can be you know infect um so putting it out prior to the downy mildew infection uh over that window yep not only makes it uh, very effective from you know, getting a hole but you know stop getting into that i guess eradication sort of scenario where you may have already got some underlying damage just get it out there early and um you yeah, don't put it under too much pressure yeah and i'd say that's you know, the history would suggest that a lot of these fungicides that if you're putting it out um, after you see the visuals mm. of the disease, when we say visuals in the um, in the vineyard, we, we're referencing oil spots and um, pustules are probably the two things we're talking about. Unfortunately, that typically is too late. Yep. Now, we know it happens and we know that that, you know, people get caught out or they haven't had a protection program out there. So that, you know, we know that happens. But if you're trying to pull up disease once it's already in the leaf and you've got sporulation. Unfortunately, just about every fungicide I can think of, bar phos acid, doesn't work that way. It works putting it out preventatively prior to the infection, in, in my mind, is the way to go. Yep. I think that also just uh, doesn't put the these very valuable, you know, and important active ingredients under too much pressure so we can really keep the um, as many tools as as possible available to keep combating the diseases, including the ones that it's tank mixed with. I think the other interesting thing is we do have a 21-day um, residual control in the leaves that it comes in contact with. Now, I think there's some real positives with that as far as an attribute, but there's also some just watch-outs with that as well, that 21 days is a is a fantastic residual time, so that's something to be proud of within the product, but it also means that if you're in an area where you've got a lot of growth and high risk of disease, you've got a lot of additional growth that potentially is unprotected in that same 21-day period. So, mm-hmm. you know, in my area down here in the Yarra Valley where it's bucketing rain now, to say to anyone, oh, you don't apply another downy mildew fungicide for 21 days after Shivana Prime, that would be very risky. Um, so I'm just, I suppose I'm highlighting certain areas that would be fine. 21 days would be you know, quite an attribute. In other areas, it's just be mindful that, yes, the attribute's there, but still be very mindful of your intervals and your and your rate. So I think that that just needs to be highlighted. Mm-hmm. Um, we're talking about in its up to, up to 21-day mm-hmm. intervals. Yeah. So so just referring, making sure we're saying that it's up to 21 days. So, so in a period of, um, and you don't know, you don't know when you put out the application, or I guess we've got a rough idea that it's going to be a, higher than average rainfall year um 
you don't know quite often you don't know when you put that out where am i going to have a shower within uh, within 10 days is that um you know if i just go with uh, a basic protectant uh, is that going to be washed off and now now i've got to go out and go around the vineyard again and if i've got a large vineyard it's going to take me over five to seven days to spray the whole the whole the whole farm um that's often a concern and that's and that's a real advantage of Giovanna prime and there's a couple of other products out there like like uh, like Rebus, where that have up to 21 day um, spray intervals, but just I think also talking about products that uh, that have that translaminar effect, so that they're not actually just protectant sitting on the surface, that they actually move in move into the plant, so so the the protection is there, and and once once as long as they've had time to dry on the leaf, they're unlikely to get washed off and just uh, give give the grower that bit of extra protection. And I'd, I'd look at a, a season like this that's quite wet using those those robust um strong strong chemistry um to give you um yeah the, the best amount of time to know that you're covered for as long as possible so all of that uh wrapped up that it we're using within what the label recommends and talking to bio representatives such as yourselves will get the really good information there about how to use the product most effectively why it's needed uh, you know what the resistance um, studies that were done showed uh, just how important and where those regions are that that require this but of course uh, regions that don't yet have uh, any reduced sensitivity will also benefit by bringing Savannah Prime into their program and remembering it is a new mode of action to grapes uh, being group 49 there's no known resistance to the active ingredient uh, through that testing, uh, but importantly, mixing with an adjuvant. So what we've done with the packaging of the product is um, Shivana Prime is going to come in a five-litre pack, but knowing that it needs an adjuvant, when uh, we've bundled those two products together in a, in a shipper. So just to explain that, we're going to have a five-litre container of Shivana Prime, and in the same shipper will be a five-litre container of a, a penetrant called Agridex, um, and conveniently, they're going to be in a in a shipper together. So when you when you buy your Shivana Prime, you'll get the amount of penetrant that you need to do the job. Yeah, can I just say that um, in in seasons where um, the the top rate may not be required, that um, it, it's more than acceptable to go out at the um, thirty seven point five mil per hundred liter of water rate as a as a protectant. And then the uh, Agridex would be still at that fifty per hundred, right? Yeah. Yep. Yes. All very clear on the label, no doubt, and available at crop.bayer.com.au. Uh, and talking about availability, when are we anticipating this product will become available, Shivana Prime? Uh, well, we anticipate to have Shivana Prime in retail stores in the first week of November. Great. That sounds really good. Um, good timing there for the um, time when it's required. Now, guys, um, I'm sure you'd have no trouble if people wanted to know more um, to get in touch with you and the best way I always find is to give out the Twitter handles and if you're on Twitter, very, very easy to get in touch with Al and your handle is? Uh, Al Bice, what A-L-B-E-Y-E-R, 74. Great. So you can get in touch with Al through there and Darren, I know you've got a Twitter handle as well, mate. I do. Uh, at Darren Bayer, 2015. So D-A-R-R-E-N-B-A-Y-E-R 2015. 
Fantastic. And I'll put those in the podcast notes. And mine is at photo by CW. So that's photo as in photograph, but it's photo by CW. Uh, And if you get in touch with us, we can put you in touch with the person closest to you. So Darren and Al, thanks very much for coming on and talking about this exciting um, new development in the uh, table and wine grape. Uh, segment. It's going to be really, really important to keep on top of that. Uh, one of those top three diseases in those uh, in that crop uh, of downy mildew. And I really thank you for being on Bayer Hortcast today. Thanks, Whitey. Cheers, Whitey. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this Bayer Hortcast. To get more information about anything you heard on today's episode, phone one eight hundred eight zero four four seven nine to get in touch with us or visit the web at crop.bayer.com.au. Thanks for listening.